yes, the paycheck is nice, but it's not the reason why I'm a run coach. And it's not the reason why we built strides for strength the way that we have. And, you know, I think it's just, it's cool to like, look back and reflect that. Hey, welcome to built to be you. My name is Michaela and I am so pumped that you're here. I made this podcast so you can uncover what it means to be you and learn how you can fully step into your potential while trying to navigate your twenties, overcoming previous failures, learning to face your fears, dance with your emotions and take messy action in order to build and become the best you. You can expect a little bit of mixed up love and a whole lot of real talk. But let me just say, this journey is so much more fun with the bestie. So buckle up and let's do it together. Sharing this episode with you felt very timely after Tuesday's solo episode all about daydreams. I talked a lot in that episode about the first athlete retreat that I co-hosted with my business partner, Erin. So I decided to snag this podcast episode that we had recorded for our Strides for Strength podcast and bring it to you here in the Built to View community. I have re-listened to it probably three or four times since we recorded it and every time I feel re-inspired and I hope after listening to this episode you just own your dream and own your vision and realize that you don't have to know exactly how you're going to get there or what that step-by-step process looks like but if you believe in yourself and your mission and your purpose in this world and you fully embody and embrace what it means to be you while tapping into your unique gifts and talents I truly do believe this world become a better place because of the gifts that you bring. Welcome back, Strides for Strength fam, to this week's podcast. We are post-first ever Strides for Strength athlete retreat, and Aaron and I are so excited today to just chat about what the retreat was and the success that our athletes saw and how much freaking fun we had with them. I know that I can say that it was like, it totally exceeded my expectations. So why don't we just like recap what the retreat was really quick, and then we'll like Maybe just start from when we first flew into Florida to like when we said goodbye to everybody. I like it. Um, Man, it just, I've been thinking about it for the past week. It honestly has not left my mind at all. And I've just been thinking about how, like you said, how much it, it exceeded our expectations. Like I kind of didn't, I had some expectations, but I didn't have expectations. And looking back, it's like, I couldn't have asked for it to go any better. Like it was so great. I don't know. I I want to go back and just relive that weekend every day of my life, honestly. <laughs> no, literally though. I remember flying back to Colorado and like, I was, it was just like this, like overwhelming sense of gratitude. And I feel like there were so many moments throughout the weekend. And this is actually like Aaron and I's first time rehashing this weekend. We've like chatted about it over text message, but we actually haven't had like the chance to like sit down and reflect. So I think this is going to be super fun. Like you're literally going to like just get a peek inside of our brains But just like sitting on the plane flying home, I was like, holy cow, like we created that. We brought together these athletes from all over. We hosted an incredible retreat weekend. We brought in, you know, somebody to do yoga and breath work. And I think that was like my favorite, which we can talk about that. And it was just like all of these moments where we just like stopped and looked at each other and we're like, this is our job. Like this is our life. Like how freaking cool. (laughs) Yeah, no, it was, it was great. So, um, yeah, I guess, like you said, we'll start with when we flew in. So I got there um, early as hell. I had to <laughs> 4.30 in the morning to get to the airport, but it was fine. It was worth it. Um, 
So I landed super early, hung out and got some coffee at this like cute little coffee shop, little bookstore, bought a book, um, did some work while I waited on Michaela. Um, I texted her every 30 <laughs> minutes just to be like, hey, where are you at? <laughs> are you almost here? How much I almost missed my flight. I had four minutes to spare yeah. before. I, got <laughs> yes. I was like, I will drive to Colorado and get you and bring you down here. Like, no joke. <laughs> um, <laughs> Yeah, but she made her flight, so all's good there. Um, and then I went and picked Michaela up from the airport, obviously with a Celsius in hand. Um, oh, always cup holder, surprised her with a good old Celsius. Um, and then we went to your dad's. Yeah, uh, the Celsius. I was so excited to see that. It was like low key, such like I think I got like four hours of sleep, and I was just on the plane, and I was like. Aaron knows me. Aaron knows me. Aaron knows me. Like <laughs> she knows that I'm going to want to sell <laughs> the minute I get off the plane. Sure enough, there she was waiting with the Celsius in the cup holder. Um, I had had like four cups of coffee prior to you. So I was like a jittery asshole. Like I was insane. Still uh, I, I'm dead. Okay. Wait, I think this, we should have started here. I think before we like go on this retreat weekend unfolding, Let's go back to like strides for strength as a baby, like circa day, November, 2021. when we first became like an established LLC, a retreat was something that we wanted to do from the get-go. Yeah. We had that idea. I remember talking about it and we were like, we actually planned a retreat. It was supposed to be the Mesa marathon weekend, which I'm so glad that we didn't do that because it was way too close to Super Bowl weekend. And I think just getting there and like Airbnbs would have been so stressful. So I'm kind of glad that that fell through, but we planned the retreat didn't work. And we were like, okay, cool. Let's pick a new location. Let's do it again. And so we did it again. And then everything sort of came together, but yeah, looking back, it was always something that we saw in the vision of what we wanted strides for strength to be. Yeah. And I think it's because we've always had this vision of just community. And I think that is such a, large part of running in general, but also our business as a whole is like, we want those connections and just that support and like that feeling of belonging. And I think it's, you know, partially because we both come from athlete backgrounds, but we've also been a part of teams, you know? So I think it just makes all the difference to be able to connect in person and just like share those moments and like be able to talk about running breakfast, lunch, and dinner, (laughs) and nobody's going to judge you. And nobody's going to like scoff at you when you say, Hey, I want to go for a morning run. It's like, you literally just get to spend the whole weekend doing your favorite thing, talking about your favorite things with all of your favorite people. And so, yeah, from like the very early stages, we're like, we're going to host a retreat. And I would love to know how long we actually spent planning. Like, when did we finally pull the trigger (laughs) on like St. Pete classic? This is the weekend we're going. And then everything that followed suit, like it was months. It's kind of funny that you want to know that because I don't think I want to know that because I know that it took up a large portion of my life and of my stress. Um, it was a it was a good while. I mean, it was it was finding the location, finding Airbnbs, which was a you know hurdle in itself. Which honestly, at the end of the day, like we'll talk more about it in a minute. But we found hands down the best Airbnb. Oh, that we- it was perfect. Um, so the, the, you know, months of looking at different Airbnbs and finding a good place was definitely worth it in that aspect. Um, 
but it was that it was finding the race. It was having a shit ton of business calls and like planning our food and what we wanted the weekend to look like and like what activities we were going to have, what the sleeping arrangements were, what, um, allergies issue, like food issues, other people had their flight info, getting people lined up, getting the rental car situation figured out. Um, so yeah, it was long story short, (laughs) long process. Yeah. But I think it's like, this is like my, one of the first like personal real life examples of like, when you see that long-term vision, like all the steps to get there, like they seem big, but I also feel like we did so well about like breaking it down in bite-sized pieces. Like it started out as literally just like a Google doc of here's our, here's our dreams. Here's our vision. Here's our hopes. And then it was like, okay, how can we get like a little bit more fine tuning here and make this like an actual thing? Like here's the actual race. Okay. Here's the actual Airbnb. And so it was like, just kind of piece by piece. And if you look at we can go back to that doc even now and like see like the evolution of like (laughs) idea to reality, because I feel like we did have some like grandiose ideas of like things that we wanted to do that maybe weren't so realistic. And then there was also things that like we ended up adding on towards the end that were like, this wasn't a part of the original plan. But as we like continue to plan and book things, it was like, oh, this would be really cool to add here. And (laughs) we also had a lot of hiccups but it's fine. (laughs) It was such a learning process, like on the opposite side of it. Like we've, I feel like we planned for literally everything, like everything, but then you show up and there's still things that happen that you don't plan for. Like, hold on a minute. Like we took so much time to like, like if this happens, this is what's going to happen. Like all these scenarios, but sometimes you just like can't control shit. And so you're just Mm -hmm. like, well, I guess we're rolling with it. So it's, it was a learning process, but also at the same time, like there's some things that like, I don't think you're ever really going to like quote unquote learn. You just have to figure out how to make it work, you know? Yeah, no, for sure. And yeah, even, even all the, all the spreadsheets and all the planning, like things still did not go to plan. So anyways, I just thought we needed to like go back to like the, the starting visions that way when we're like talking about the whole weekend playing out, we can kind of tie the two together but anyways it's like a week planning process yeah like there was so (laughs) much that went into this and I can't wait to do it again but also I can (laughs) like I'm ready for like a little bit of a break like I'm not an event planner but I feel like that's how we're now we are and planners <laughs> we are retreat planners <laughs> and like realistically like we're gonna start planning for it probably in what like june july like oh, gosh, it takes a long ass time so yeah. it's fine yeah. we have no, a few months sure. like <laughs> relaxation <laughs> <laughs> okay so aaron picked me up at the airport and then my parents live like an hour away from where our retreat was going to be hosted so we stayed with them for the night we of course went for a run as soon as we got there, <laughs> <laughs> which was a mistake because it is so. Michaela lives where it's cold, and I live where it's not cold, but not as hot as Florida. So <laughs> we decided to go for a run in St. Pete in the middle of the heat. So it was what was it like? It was, like, it was almost eighty degrees, yeah. And like I've been running in twenty degree weather. And I was like, wait a minute, what? <laughs> I don't do heat. Like I just, I sweat like a overweight man. Like, I don't know. I can't help it. And I just was hot. It was terrible, but it was a good time. <laughs> 10 of 10. <laughs> sure. Sure. I was so famished. I was so hungry. I had not eaten a real meal all day. And I like got done with the run. And I was like, oh my God, bro, we got to go eat. So we went to like this little dive bar. <laughs> 
skinnies. Skinnies. <laughs> <laughs> we went to this little dive bar close to my parents' house and we bought our first ever <laughs> dinner with our business card. <laughs> that was a full circle moment for me. I feel like you thought I was crazy in the moment, but like I had legit been waiting for that moment. You and it was teasing so hard. <laughs> picture was the hands down the worst picture, but like also I feel like all my emotions you can feel through the photo. <laughs> Absolutely. And it's, it's so cool. Like we've been a business for a year and we got to buy our first (laughs) meal with our business card. I know it was great. And like full transparency, Michaela and I have had this business for over a year, never paid ourselves. We have not, every single thing that we have made from this business has gone back into our business because Mm -hmm. we want it to be what we want it to be. And like, we want it to grow. And that was the way that we felt like we could get there. Um, And so we've just started last month paying ourselves a small amount. Mm -hmm. So we actually had both of our first quote unquote paychecks deposited into our account during this retreat. And we were like, whoa. (laughs) And granted, not a lot of money, but we were like, wow, this is it. Like (laughs) we've made it. Um, So having that, and then also being able to go out to dinner and buy dinner with our card and it was just so cool. And I think seeing the check and seeing SFS LLC at the bottom of the check, I was like, holy cow. like, wait a minute. <laughs> I'm going to frame this. <laughs> That's us. Um, so that was, that was a really cool experience. And I just think like that is a testimony to who we are as coaches and just how invested we are in our athletes that, you know, we invest so much time and energy into what we do. and really like the return of investment is seeing our athletes succeed, you know, getting them to the finish line, healthy, happy, proud, confident. And it's like, yes, the paycheck is nice, but it's not the reason why I'm a run coach. And it's not the reason why we built strides for strength the way that we have. And, you know, I think it's just, it's cool to like, look back and reflect that even as full-time nurses, you know, we still have this, let's call it a side hustle but we just love it so much. And it's just like, I don't know. It's so cool. So anyways, we had our first meal on our business card and it was really, really a big deal for us. (laughs) Moving on. Yeah. First meal on our business card. We, what did you, we went to Walmart. (laughs) We did go to Walmart. (laughs) That was so fun. We uh, were trying to find decorations, which (laughs) we ended up. What do we need decorations for? That was not in the budget. (laughs) We spent $20 on the stupid, like, colorful rainbow streamer set that we had this like grandiose idea in our brain that we were going to hang up outside and it was going to be a photo op and it was going to be so cute we were in florida where it's windy as hell and we got there and we had nowhere to put it (laughs) okay this is cool so we tried to hang it up it lasted 30 seconds and then it was like on the ground like all the streamers were off so I don't know. Funny story that sometimes you plan all these like cool things in your brain and then you get there and it doesn't work out and that's okay. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's fine. Everything is fine. Uh, yeah. We got a 12 pack of Celsius. We got some poster boards, some markers. And then, yeah, that was really all we did that first night, I think. <laughs> um, the next morning, both of us had long runs. So we set our alarm for 6am and Michaela and I were actually talking about it. One of the most asked questions that we get as run coaches is how do you stay motivated? And when our alarms went off that morning, we were both like, Bro, absolutely not. I do not want to get up. 
this is awful. I don't want to move. We have too much to do today. Like, no. And I was like, just put your feet on the floor. <laughs> like, just, just sit up straight in bed and like, let's just do it. And so Michaela got up, I got up and we just did it. And like on the way out the door, I was like, damn, <laughs> I don't want to do this. And it never got better. It never went away, <laughs> but we did it, you know? Um, so I think when people ask us that question and we say we're not always motivated, it's not a joke. Like we are not always motivated. And that was a prime example. And even though we were together and we had someone to run with, um, it still just wasn't a thing, but we still did it because we knew that that's what we had to do. And that's what we needed to do to get to where we wanted to be in life. So, you know, step in the right direction. Yeah, no, absolutely. And then like, we honestly crushed the rest of the day after that. Like, you know, it's always in those moments when you don't want to show up for something and then you do it. And then it generates like so much energy and forward momentum. And you're like, let's rage, like, let's go. And I feel like that's kind of like what happened to us. We got done with our round and we're like, wait, let's film some content. Dude. Oh my gosh. And then so funny story. We Taking just a quick episode break to share with you a product that I have absolutely been loving for probably the last six, seven, eight, nine months. I don't even know. But if you follow me over on the gram, you see me rave about it all the time. Sleep Milk is my go-to. It is the chocolatey goodness that you need in your life. It was founded in 2019 by former athletes and friends with one goal in mind to provide delicious strength and energy to healthy-minded folks worldwide, aka you, my friend, listening to Built to Be You right now. Slate offers high-protein chocolate milks and lattes that are better for you and better for the planet. All of their products contain 20 grams of protein, zero grams of added sugar. They're keto and lactose friendly, and they are freaking delicious. I am not a coffee drinker, but they have a mocha latte one, which has some caffeine in it. My personal favorite is the classic chocolate. It is the best on the go pre-shift snack, mid-shift snack, you know, post-workout chocolatey goodness. Oh my gosh, it is chef's freaking kiss. And they also have a dark chocolate flavor as well. Uh, Because you are a listener of the podcast, if you use the code Michaela 10 you can get 10% off of your order. And I will make sure to put a link down in the show notes. I personally order a 12-pack and I have it on auto ship every two weeks because when that stuff runs out of my fridge, I am sad. Her dad has this moped that he goes to get groceries with, I guess. Yeah, his grocery getter. (laughs) okay okay I'm learning all this new like lingo um so I was like how cool would it be if like one of us hopped on the moped and the other person ran and we like filmed the other person running super cool right took us 20 minutes just to figure out how to get the stupid moped cranked like Michaela was working her ass off and I was like sitting on the floor I was like you're doing great (laughs) so then uh, we go to start our like content running moped situation <laughs> and her stepmom looks out the door and like sees us like running next to the moped and she was like what is happening and so we get back and she shows us the picture and it was like the highlight of the day <laughs> but the picture was just perfect like the fact that she had no idea what we were doing she looks out her front door and you see two girls one in, like both in sports bras one on a moped one running next one with like one <laughs> hand on the steering wheel <laughs> trying to record the other one it was great you know solid content you gotta do what you gotta do it's part of life man <laughs> sure um, it was Erin's first time ever riding a moped I was a little bit scared but she did it <laughs> I, did. I was terrified it was gonna 
crash into a mailbox, but I didn't live to tell the tale. That was not when I busted my face and my hand. So that's where I was going later. Um, so yeah, I got a bizarre run and then we um, just did some arts and crafts because we knew that we wanted to. One of the things we were most excited about was putting everyone's name on their door to their room and like making sure that all their stuff that we got them from our sponsors were on the bed and like it was super cute. So we did some arts and crafts and like blew up some balloons and stuff like that. Um, and then we ended up leaving to go to Costco. Heck yeah. <laughs> our Airbnb for the day. Uh, Michaela just got a Costco membership. So like round of applause for Michaela because that's a big deal. <laughs> Adulting um, at its finest. Right, exactly. So I uh, went to Costco, got some groceries. Um, I had a mild panic attack in Costco. We were fine though. She did, she did. We're fine. <laughs> um, I didn't even realize it happened, but Michaela was like, dude, you turned into a completely different person because she was like, you were joking around and then you just like weren't. <laughs> and like, yeah. I didn't even realize I did it, but I guess I, my anxiety of getting everything done and set up was kind of hit me out of nowhere. <laughs> yeah, we were like dancing around Costco, like, oh, look at this box of eight pizzas. Oh, look at this big bag of carrots. Oh, look at all these bagels. And then she was like, just like stone face. And then I was like, Okay, we, gotta, we gotta go we got I get it <laughs> I, I I caught it uh but let's just like you know it's so hard to figure out how to feed the mouths of 10 humans yeah like I can barely feed myself some weeks like I definitely overbuy groceries for just one person 10 people like I like was having a really what, hard 10? time conceptualizing <laughs> runners at that not just like 10 like humans like 10 runners (laughs) runners eat a lot and they should like right um yeah that was the hardest part we were like how many how many pizzas do we need is eight Eight. for eight eight people enough it was but we had a hella hella snacks to go along with it so I don't know that was that was the hardest part but yeah it really was (laughs) So got our Costco food, ran to Publix, got some more food there that we couldn't get at Costco. And then we finally made it to the Airbnb, set everything up because every we had an hour. Mind you, my type A anxiety is like not fine. Like I was on full like let through the roof shit done mode. <laughs> like I was like, Michaela, you do this. I'm cutting the food. I'm putting everything up. You're doing this. <laughs> like um but we got everything set up and it was and we had time to spare yeah you had like 15 minutes to just like sit down and be like whoa whoa what just happened in the last three hours (laughs) yeah 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 um so yeah the airbnb ended up being amazing so if you didn't see our videos and stuff from um last weekend it was one, two, three, four bedrooms. Um, and there was like bunk beds and a couple of the bedrooms. Most of them were king size beds with like all these like crazy things that the beds could do. Like, oh even- my gosh, those were great. <laughs> <laughs> Massaging and heating yeah. and yeah. Um, we had a snow cone maker, a popcorn maker. We had a playground outside. We had a pool. We had a inflatable slide to go into the pool. We had a ping pong table. We had a basketball court. Like the whole ball nets. Yeah, the whole works. Anything that we could have thought of was there. So we couldn't have asked for a better place to stay. Like it was, it was great. Um, 
yeah. And then everyone arrived. So I guess we'll... everyone arrived and it was so cool. It was like, oh my gosh, I've been waiting to squeeze you guys like in real life. I hadn't ever met any of them in person before. Any of them? No. Wow. I didn't yeah. know. Yeah. So Aaron was like on the call, like on the phone trying to like organize our rental car situation, which is like a whole other mess. Uh, and everybody like pulled up to the driveway and I just like run out and like catapult myself and like hugging everybody. Cause I'm like, Oh my God, I'm so excited to see you guys. Like we've been talking about this weekend forever. And like some of them were even Aaron's athletes. So I necessarily am not like in one-on-one communication with them that much, but just like through our group chat and through social media, like I already felt like we were besties. And then I saw them in person and I was like, my heart is so full. (laughs) For sure. And it's always that initial anxiety around you're getting, however many, we had eight people, uh, eight people together who, you know, I'd met, I knew a couple people from, you know, prior working before and like just both living in Atlanta, stuff like that. So like I'd met a couple, but like having everyone together, you're like, are people's personalities going to mesh? Okay. Like, are they going to get along? Is this going to be a good weekend? Like you just don't know. And it's the unknown. Uh, And honestly, we could not have asked for a better group for our first time, especially, you know, um, they were so chill. So go with the flow. Like everyone got along. No one had any issues with anyone. Like it was amazing. Right. And it was also just like, like that, like once they arrived, like kind of like that mom fear and anxiety of like, are they all going to be okay? Is everybody going to get here safely? Like, what did I forget to do? And like, I feel like we had so much pressure on ourselves of like this weekend has to be perfect. And then when they showed up, it was like, it's perfect because we're all together, which like sounds so cheesy and so cliche, but like we all made it. We're all under one roof. Like we've been waiting for this weekend and like, we're all here. Like it's going to be okay. No matter what crumbles or what (laughs) food orders don't go through or whatever groceries we forgot to get like it's all okay and I think that that was like kind of like the biggest relief once everybody got there was like we can just hang out now yeah the only thing I think that wasn't okay like the entire weekend was I made the decision to not get butter because I don't eat butter and I found out very quickly that I am the anomaly in this and like everyone eats butter and they're like where's the butter where's the butter Where's the butter? Do we have any butter? And I was like, yo, you guys. So sorry. Like because I picked up a tub of butter and I told Aaron, I said, should we get this? She's like, no. And I was like, okay. <laughs> I mean, I'll get it. Aaron like, does no. the finances. She tells us no butter. We don't get butter. <laughs> <laughs> like, I will have three tubs of butter at our next retreat just because I want to make sure that everyone has their butter. So learned real quick. That's the only thing that wasn't fine. Um, but everyone still loves me. So it's okay. Um, so yeah, everyone got there. It was great. Um, we did pizza that night. Um, we just had everybody like- go find their rooms first. Yeah, we, we had everyone go rent to their rooms, see all their their goodies on the bed. Yeah, we had uh, recruited a lot of uh, really incredible sponsors for this retreat, like just asking for like running gear, running swag, running nutrition. Um, so we had a couple of really great people who had sent us stuff. So all of our athletes had their names on their doors and then a stack of goodies on their bed, which was like super fun to put together. <laughs> we had... um. Yeah, we had some super cool sponsors. There was a couple that I was I was really excited about, but um, we had Go Guarded. They got the little like knife fingers. Mm-hmm. Um, we had Slate Milk, um, Elements, and then we just recently partnered with UCAN. So we had a ton of UCAN there. So for- much UCAN. Yes. Really cool. Um. 
So yeah, and then we like wrote everyone, you wrote everyone little little love notes of like, hey, I'm super excited for the weekend. Um, so that was really cool. Um, so yeah, everyone found their rooms. We did our little pizza nights. Uh, just kind of took it easy, played some games. Some um, hoops, played a lot of hoops in the pool. Did yeah. a lot of water sliding into the pool. It was just so fun. It was so much fun. It was just a very chill night. Um just to kind of get everyone used to being there, used to each other. Everyone got, you know, equipped and that's not the right word. I don't acclimated. know. Acclimated. That's it. <laughs> Everyone's personalities. So it was great. Um, and then the next morning we had our three mile shakeout run. So we got up at seven 30. Um, another thing that we learned is when you have a group of eight people and you have a time that you want to do something, you need to add about 15 minutes to the <laughs> account for getting everyone out the door because yes. we kept saying that we were going to do something at a certain time. And it was always like 20 minutes later, which is, sounds not terrible, but when you're on a very tight time schedule, it does get to be. <laughs> so, uh, that's another thing we learned, um, so did our three mile shakeout run. It was so much fun. Um, it was also hot. <laughs> it was very humid. Very humid. So race day ended up being beautiful for them. So I was oh. like, I will take a hot, humid shakeout run and a beautiful race day any day. Yeah. So it worked out. It, no, it really did. Yeah. Shakeout run was nice, easy effort. And then we got back from our shakeout run. Um, bless Aaron's sister-in-law. Mm-hmm. She had cooked us all breakfast. So when we got back from our shakeout run, breakfast was ready. And so we all like housed a bunch of food. <laughs> and then we had somebody come, Mahari, come for um, yoga and breath work. And I think we were a little bit nervous about like how it was going to go. But honestly, I think that was probably one of my favorite parts of the weekend. 100%. We, um, we've been talking to Mahari since, gosh, July, August of last year, like before the retreat started, yeah. <laughs> we had been in contact with her for a while. And like, I knew I wanted um, her to come do it. Cause she just seemed like she embodied everything that we were looking for. Yeah. Uh, but she is a very, she's a yoga instructor, like just a very calm presence. Like she is someone that when you hang around her, if you're stressed, you're like, okay, I'm going to get something from your energy because she just is calm I can't picture her not being calm honestly right yeah um, and Michaela and I are both like okay we have strong <laughs> like I have a time like we have a calendar like I can't do anything if I don't check my calendar and Mahari's just like yeah <laughs> and I'm like I wish I could be like that and so um just uh, like trying to vibe with two different personalities we were like we don't know how this is gonna go but then she showed up and she was amazing like the greatest human I think I've ever met. She just like the yoga class that she taught was great. We did some breath work. She had some sound bowls. Um, she was great. I can't say enough good things about her. Um, she hosts retreats of her own and she's actually currently in Jamaica on one of her retreats and I'm very jealous and I may be attending her retreat in August for my birthday. <laughs> Heck yeah. No, I love that. It And it really was like her presence really, I feel like just grounded everybody. And even after she was done with her session, like one of our athletes was like, I don't know the last time that I just had 75 minutes to be 
like where my, my only intention was to be present where my two feet were. And like, I just felt so like rejuvenated and refreshed after that, you know, and we learned that mobility is not our strong suit. You know, a lot of like some of the poses were really hard to hold, but you know, it was really focusing on like your breathing and really like holding poses for like a minute, two minutes, um, really getting that deep stretch in. And I, I didn't realize how much I needed that. And I've been back in Colorado and I'm like, I need, I need it again. (laughs) I can't say enough good things about it. Um, and then she hung out for a little while, which was really cool. Um, yeah, she was like, uh, hang out after my yoga sessions. And I was like, Oh, I just love that. Like that speaks so much to me because I just feel like, like I love when other people feel what you're feeling too. Yeah. Uh, so it was really cool to have her hang out for a little bit. Um, and just chat with everyone and just kind of hang out and enjoy what we were doing. Yeah. And then we all went to the race expo, which was so fun. Um, it was definitely a different experience. <laughs> it's been a minute since I have ran a world major and I forgot the expo vibe. It's just different. Yeah. <laughs> like Atlanta is not a marathon major. And I ran that, you know, last year and there's still like an expo. Yeah. Um, but this was, was just like a tent out by the water. <laughs> <laughs> and you just like pick them up and that's it. Like there was vendors or anything like that. And I was like, okay. I mean, it's super easy. And honestly, like, I think if it were a big expo, I would have been very stressed trying to get eight people through an expo. Right. So I think it worked out for the best, honestly, but it was just like, oh, okay. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, But we were right by the water. So we were able to get some really good pictures after everyone got their, their numbers, which was really cute. And that was like like such a little mom and cheerleader. I'm like, go together, honeys. Let's go (laughs) hold up your bibs, smile. (laughs) At one point I was like, okay, like, does anyone need me to hold anything? And I had six people running straight towards me with all their belongings. And I was like, okay, this is what we're doing. (laughs) But it was so fun. Um, Yeah. And then we went back and hung out you can talk about the our dinner that night yeah it was actually like such like a chill night it was honestly really fun too though because it was like you know everybody was kind of doing their own thing getting in like their race day mindset whatever they needed to do napping watching movies going to their rooms you know whatever and then we catered Olive Garden which was like not our original plan but it ended up being such (laughs) a good follow-through moment because the food was fire so That's we had beautiful. so much pasta, so many breadsticks, the good salad. I know, you know, um, so everybody, we had dinner and everybody again, just kind of like chilled. And then we had one of our good running friends, Denise, come on and do like, we brought her up on the big movie screen and had her do a little pep talk for the athletes, just talking about race day mindset and learning how to build belief in yourself. And so it was really fun to just to get to connect with her. Her energy is incredible um and then everybody went to bed pretty early no, oh no no, no, no they did not did. Yes. That's the best part of the weekend everyone I saw flat like, runner <laughs> lay out your flat runner and everyone was like what's a flat runner and I was like oh my god we have so much to teach you guys so like we went over what a flat runner is and how to like lay out a flat runner and then everyone was like well we have to put them together and I was like my heart cannot take this first my off. dreams are coming true as a coach <laughs> And so everyone went and got their race day gear and like all their fuels their gels their water, like everything they were going to have on race day. And we got a big sheet and we laid everyone's running like race day stuff out for the next morning. And it was 
so much fun. Michaela and I just like sat back and watched everyone do it because they were like, what are you doing? That looks stupid. What are you doing? (laughs) It was just like little siblings running around. You need to to move yours over more. I don't have room. (laughs) It was just little siblings. I just felt like they were like our little children, like getting ready for like their first day of school. It really was. It was so cute. And then we had them all like post up behind their flat runner and take a group photo. And we're, me and Aaron are like on these stools, like overhead, like taking pictures of them. And it was just like, it was such a cool moment. Cause th- I feel like at this point, like late Saturday night, they had all already formed like such a special bond. Mm-hmm. And so it was like really cool to see them like getting ready for race day in like a community setting. It was like, you guys are so cute. I know. It was, <laughs> it was probably one of, one of my favorite moments. I, I feel like I said that about four different things. <laughs> definitely the top three yes everybody went to bed and then pre-bed me and Aaron are like okay how many pieces of toast do you want in the morning like what's your pre-run fuel and I have like a notes app open on my phone like what time like what time the person's gonna get up how many pieces of toast they want (laughs) and like what they want on it because me and Aaron were like we want race running morning to be like as least stressful for you as possible so Aaron and I got up a little bit earlier than everybody else and like Got some coffee going, got some toast toasting, some bread toasting, I guess it would be. Toast toasting. <laughs> got some bread toasting. And then like everybody slowly started to like trickle and wake up. Um, and then the bump some big booty mix. Yeah. Got everybody oh, hype. A stressful mix at what 5 a.m. Like it's just so if you guys have never listened to a big booty mix, it's like Michaela's jam. She loves it, but it's like 20 seconds of a song and then it <laughs> another 20 seconds of another song over and over and over again until you die and it's like okay I love it yeah she she loves it so I was like all right if you love it I love it it's great we'll do it okay well Lexi loved it too we were vibing yeah 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 Um, uh so yeah everybody was like getting ready and then again we had originally told them they caught us in a lie (laughs) we had a we tried to trick them like the once we learned the whole 15 minute thing like 15 minute buffer like okay everybody needs to be ready by 5 a.m wink wink (laughs) and like they knew that we had originally said 5 15 so like nobody believed it nobody was ready by five they were already by 5 15 (laughs) we're like okay guys like it's almost five we gotta be ready they're like we literally heard you guys whispering. You guys literally said 515. Like, yeah. we're not children. We're like, oh, whoops. Parents, <laughs> honestly. It's fine. So, yeah, everyone got their free, free, their pre race fuel. Um, did our, all of our checks. Everyone had everything. We left the house, um, hopped in the car, drove to the start line. Um, it's about one- 20 minutes. Wasn't bad. No, it wasn't bad at all. It was um, a lot better than I thought it was going to be. Cause I was like, I feel like we're really far, but then I also just realized I'm really bad with like distance. So yeah. yeah um, maybe that's why I run marathons. Cause I'm like, Oh, 26.2 miles. Isn't that far. <laughs> Plot twist. <laughs> um, so we drive to the start line. Um, one of my athletes, um, it's early, you know, shit happens. We've all been there. Um, forgot her shoes. So she, um, just assumed she wasn't running. And I was like, not today. <laughs> well, your coaches first off, like I am a Leo, like if something needs to be done, it will be done. So, um, as soon as she realized that she forgot her shoes, I was like, get in the car, like, give me the keys, get in the car, let's go. And she was like, no, 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 it's okay. I don't want to like stress you out. And I was like, you not running is going to stress me out. So get in the car. <laughs> so we hopped in the car. Um, I drove a minivan 
extremely fast on the interstates. I bebopped over a speed hump. I'm pretty sure like the entire car caught air or whatever, like the lingo is. Um, so it was a very aggressive drive back to the Airbnb. I got the shoes, got back in the car, drove her back to the start line and got her there with, I think, 10 minutes to spare. So I was like very proud All of that. Yeah. I was supposed to be taking care of my nephew. Um, because my sister-in-law was running 10K. And I was like, thank God for her friends that live down there that could take care of her kid. Because I was like, this is something I have to do. Um, So we got her there. And I think the moment that honestly made me cry, and I was alone, so it was okay, um, was I texted Michaela. And I was like, hey, will you just call this person and make sure that she gets to the start line okay? Like, I just dropped her off. She should be there. And Michaela said that she... I forgot who'd you reach out to? Like I had tried, I had tried to call her and she didn't answer. So then I had mentioned to the other athletes, "Hey, she's here," and they were like, "Yeah, she texted the group chat. We know we got her." And I was like, <laughs> "Oh my god!" <laughs> I was like, "Stop it! You guys have a group chat. Like, I can't. I just can't." <laughs> I'm crying right now. Like this is fine. Um, it's just like that. And I tried to explain to her what the running community was on the way there. I was like, the running community is unmatchable. Like these people that I've met on Instagram, Michaela, for example, we built a whole business together. Like there, there are people that will always have your back no matter what. I feel like I could reach out to someone that I've met through Instagram and the running community and be like, Hey, this is what happened, whatever. And they would have my back, you know? Yeah. And so explaining that to her and then having that happen and her being able to see that's really what it is. And like people care about you. It's, I, it was just such a, I love it. I have no words. (laughs) Yeah. It it, it was so cute. And so I get them all together and I'm like, take a photo, take a photo pose. And then like, I knew that I was going to go meet Aaron. So I have my turtle backpack on with everybody's like, stuff in it I have sweatshirts and water bottles and bananas and bottle of champagne for me and Aaron (laughs) and I'm like turtle back in it back all the way to run to Aaron it was like a mile and I think my heart rate was probably like 190 because I (laughs) loaded down got to Aaron and then Aaron and I got some of the little scooters to scoot around town. We thought that would be the fastest way to maneuver to mile four or five, which was our original plan to see them. (laughs) And so we're putting around these scooters. Aaron about rear ends me about 20 times. (laughs) She's not going fast enough. I was too excited. (laughs) And then we get to this part and it's like, bikes are shutting off. They just shut off. off. No warning. No. They shut off. So then we had to like push pedal them back. Anyways, moral of the story. We ended up hanging out at mile six to see everybody for the first time, right? It was mile six, mile five, six. Uh, Five, five and a half, something like that. Yeah, they like interlapped. Um, And Aaron and I were a vibe. Like, I just like, I don't even have words to explain how much fun we were having and just like the energy that we brought to that course <laughs> was unmatchable. I'd like to interview somebody who ran past us <laughs> because like even the first half hour we were there, my voice was starting to get scratchy and I was starting to lose it. Like we were yelling so loud at absolutely 
everybody. <laughs> in fact, post race, people were coming up to us and they were like, "You guys were great," and we we're like, "Yeah, we know, <laughs> we know, we, we know." <laughs> so yeah, we, we all of our athletes passed us at that like mile five, five and a half, and me and Aaron took turns like running with them and just checking in with them, seeing how things were going. And it, I think that for me was like so cool to just be like all of this work that we've been doing, like we're here, they're doing it. We're living in it. Like, this is so awesome. Um, so it was really cool to see all of them at mile five. And then Aaron and I were like, we need, we need a mimosa. (laughs) (laughs) And I think for me, like that was like a moment where we like popped that bottle of champagne and we're like sitting here downtown St. Pete, just saw our athletes at mile five. It's seven 30 in the morning. And like, this is our job. Yeah. Yeah, it was really cool. It was, and also if you ever think that your coaches aren't as stressed out as you on race day, that's not true because right. I'm so stressed. So stressed. Like I was like, I hope everyone's okay. Like I hope everyone has their fuel. I hope they didn't drop anything. Like the right. whole day, I was just like, okay. And I had at most everyone's location. So I was like, all right, where are you guys at? Where are you guys at? Yeah. Let me Definitely check. refreshing. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that was really cool. And then we decided to go to the finish line and we hung out at the finish line for honestly, probably like an hour and a half right mm-hmm. at the shoot. Um, and we were just still so obnoxious and yeah. like the biggest woo girls. And yeah, like Aaron said, people would cross the finish line. They'd come back and be like, can we take a picture of your sign? Can we get like photo with you or whatever? You know, like it was just really cool. Cause it's like when you bring that energy, people realize it. Like, even if you're just a spectator of race day, just yeah. be, be a woo girl. <laughs> and the crowds were not like, there was not, people out there cheering. It was me and Aaron. (laughs) The crowd, honestly. (laughs) We were the crowd. And I think you and I both kind of saw it. Like when we were walking, we were like, we never said anything to each other, but I think that we saw that like there was no one there and it was kind of that extra push that was like, all right, well, this is our job (laughs) for the next three hours. Yeah. Um, So yeah, hung out at the finish line and we just waited for our athletes to to come around that corner. And that was so fun. Like that highlight for sure. Like <laughs> seeing everyone around that corner was just yeah. like, yes. And being able to cheer them that last little stretch through the finish line was so great. Yeah. And just like seeing the smiles on their faces, you know, a lot of some of our athletes had time goals. Some of our athletes just wanted to run and have fun. Some athletes were running their first half marathon ever. So, you know, like everybody had different race day goals, but like their smiles were so evident once they crossed that, like, you know, that corner rounded that corner. And I think race day just, it's like such a different type of energy. You know, it's, it's one of those things where it's, you work so hard for so many months and just like one moment of celebration, but it's like also a reflection of all of that work. So even not like, I thought that I would maybe have some of like FOMO from not running, but I feel like I had zero FOMO. Like I was so thrilled and so excited to be the person like they're cheering instead. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I, I didn't have any at all. Surprising zero. I always have FOMO when I watch a race. I'm like, dang, I should have done it. But this one, it was like, no, this is their moment. Like they are shining. This is my job is to cheer you on. And we crush that. Yeah. yeah, no, absolutely. Like, this is not about me. This is all about you. And like, I think that was like our biggest deciding factor in us not racing. It's like, we don't want this weekend to be about us. Like this weekend has nothing to do with us and everything to do with them. <laughs> like you are the star of the show. <laughs> exactly. Um, 
I had a lot of people reach out to me when I posted a thing on my Instagram story about my hand. They were like, oh my God, your hand looks disgusting. What happened? <laughs> so like what better opportunity to tell the story, right? Right, yeah. Um, so one of our athletes was had crossed the finish line. And I knew like based on what we had talked about before and like what this athlete could do, I was like, all right, I got like maybe five minutes before they like come down this chute. I'm going to sprint to this porta potty and go to the bathroom. So I sprint to the porta potty. I pee really quick. And then I open the door and I hear the announcer announce his name. And I was like, shit, I got to go. <laughs> like hauled ass, like sprinting down the side back up so I could at least see him cross the finish line. And sure enough, this like maybe two-year-old kid like jumps out in front of me. And I was like, damn, I can't punt the kid. So I <laughs> jumped over the kid. And in the process, I like didn't catch myself in the landing and landed not open fist on the ground, like a normal human. I like Hulk smash. <laughs> and everyone around me, I just hear go, oh, oh. And like, everyone's like, are you fine? Are you okay? I ignored every adrenaline baby <laughs> every single person I pop back up so quick and I just go yeah <laughs> and I got to see him cross the finish line so um got some battle wounds <laughs> but I'm pretty sure I got blood on everything but it's fine I remember she comes back to like where we're all standing and she's just like bloody knuckles and we're like bro what happened <laughs> for five seconds uh, so yeah, that was, that was great. Everyone was like, you should wrap that. And I was like, later, later. No, it's fine. It's not a priority right now. <laughs> um, so got to see him cross the finish line, which was super exciting. Um, and everyone, everyone finished. So yeah, everyone finished. It was, it was, yeah. So full circle. And then, so they were like, let's go to the post-race party. So we like went to the post-race party and they all had like their beer and their pasta or, you know, whatever else they had there. And then everybody's like, nap time. <laughs> Yeah. We took our pictures by the water with everyone's medals and stuff like that. And then headed back home. I'm pretty sure most everyone took, even if they didn't take a nap, everyone just kind of like chilled out for a little bit. Yeah. Uh, we made them some leftover pasta and stuff like that. For yeah. Long. Breakfast was like eggs, pasta, yeah, I was root. A <laughs> <laughs> salad, breadsticks, <laughs> bagels. Uh, so everyone ate, like chilled out for a little bit. And then that was Super Bowl night. So we ended up hanging out and playing some games and <laughs> watching the Super Bowl. So I like I was back in my college days. <laughs> I know. Yeah. It was a good time though. <laughs> yes. We had so much fun and it, it was just fun. Like I think everybody was kind of like, okay, we can let our hair down a little bit, you know? Yeah. Um, sure and was. just like hang out and enjoy and socialize and all the things. Um, but yeah, it was, it actually think that it like worked out well that it was Super Bowl because like, I feel like, you know, like we, everybody napped, we had like a little like party sesh, <laughs> chilled, watched Super Bowl and then went to bed. <laughs> I didn't even make it through the whole Super Bowl. I, I did not either. I watched Rihanna <laughs> show and then I went to bed. <laughs> Same. Absolutely. I didn't even tell anybody I was going to bed. I just dipped. <laughs> I was like, oh, I'm going to go brush my teeth. Conk. <laughs> so it's the person who also like fell asleep sideways on the floor with no pillow. <laughs> Like, oh. she a blanket over her and I was like no she's fine <laughs> no she's fine leave her <laughs> and then we woke up next morning and Aaron was already gone and it was super sad uh and I sent everybody off on their merry way and I remember I was sitting in the Airbnb and just like by myself and I was so in the feels like I was like the like peeling everybody's names off their doors and I, like I'm probably gonna cry I don't cry but I think I might like it was just like so cool to just 
everybody was gone and just like sit in silence and really reflect. I think like, even as athletes, you know, I think this is such a parallel to running is like, we don't take enough time to slow down and reflect on all that we've accomplished. And it's like, we celebrate in the moment. And then once the moment's gone, we let that feeling go too. So it was like cool to just like sit there for a minute and just hold on to that feeling of like, this is it. Like, this is what we're doing. This is our business. This is the start of future retreats and future connections. And like the fact that, you know, the same crew that came in with the group chat was the same crew that left to go to the airport together. And I'm sure they hung out in the airport and, you know, had breakfast together. And I'm sure I even like see them tagging stuff each other on Instagram now. And I'm like, stop it. I can't. Like they have that friendship and it was, yeah. And it's because of us. Like, it's just so cool. Yeah. It was such a good weekend. I I'm not joking when I, I started my new job. So I, I left at, um, three 30 that morning, that Monday morning to go to the airport. And I immediately landed, I ran home, I showered and I started my new job in the hospital. And orientation. It was a, the longest day, worst day of my life, but it was totally worth it for what I got to experience. So, um, I was sitting in orientation and I was like, this ain't it. Like, this isn't it. I want to go back to the weekend. Like, this is what I want to do. I want to be a run coach. I want to own this business. I want to see athletes succeed. And so it was just like feeling that difference of how I felt with the two different jobs was like, I'm exactly where I'm supposed to be. And I love it. And I know you feel the same way because we talk about it all the time. Yeah. Yeah. No, it, it was really full circle. And I, you know, for as long as Strides by Strength has been around, I don't feel like I've ever actually called us like entrepreneurs. I don't think I've ever really embraced or embodied like the business owner identity. And I feel like in the last, like I would say three to four months, I feel like we've really started to own that. Like just in like the way that we carry ourselves and the way that we talk about ourselves. And it's like, we are doing it. Like we are doing the thing. And I think that when you have just that sense of purpose and fulfillment, it just radiates into the work that you do. And I know that our athletes can feel that and the feedback that we've gotten from the retreat already. And just like the excitement for the next one has been unreal. Yeah. I'm so excited to start planning it. Honestly, I'm I'm excited, but I'm not excited. excited. (laughs) (laughs) Our original plan was to do retreats twice a year. Yeah, no, that just ain't it. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, and it's like a business perspective. I feel like we learned so much about each other as business partners this weekend. And also, you know, just things we want to do differently moving forward. And maybe you're listening to this podcast and you're like, I don't care about the business side of things. That's okay. There's, you know, that's fine, but it's still like a part of functioning (laughs) and who we are. And it's like, we're better coaches because we pour into ourselves. We prioritize those runs. And I think that, you know, it's cool because it's like being on the run, doing a seven mile run on a Friday morning is what makes us better coaches. (laughs) Exactly. Showing up for ourselves before we show up for everyone else. Yeah. Damn. Wow. Well, I don't know how long I've been talking, but I feel like I could talk about this weekend forever. (laughs) We could have made it three hours. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, well, if you guys have FOMO from this retreat, you should, (laughs) and you should be at the next one. So, you know, just slide into our DMs, last rides for strength, and we can chat about how you can be at the next retreat. Um, We have big visions for retreats and just for our community in general. Um, And it is something that our one-on-one athletes get access to. Um, But we're hoping that as we continue to grow and evolve as a business, that will continue to grow and evolve too. So we can always chat. And it's so cool to just do things with the people that you train with, but virtually. Like it's just like you bring everybody together and they just connect to a different level. And it's like, ugh. 
Yeah. All the feels. I love all it. the feels. So many feels. Okay. Well, anything else you want to share about the weekend, Aaron? I think we covered it all. It was a blast. Long story short. I'm sure that there's so many pieces that we forgot, but in a nutshell, best weekend ever. 100%. (laughs) All right. We will talk with you next week. Strides for Strength fam. Before you go, I just wanted to let you know that I am so dang grateful that we are now on this journey through uncovering what it means to be you together. If you love this episode, make sure you share it with your friend or better yet, share it on social media and tag me so that way I know. Until next time, chat soon. 